the Credibility Coach Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build, grow, and sustain a successful coaching business. All right, coach, are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Credibility Coach Podcast. My name is David Sargent, I'm your host, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you grow a successful coaching business, no matter what coaching niche you are in. Have you ever tried to launch an online webinar or have heard about them and you think, actually, I need to do that? I want to build my email list. I want to create prospects for my coaching business. I want to engage with people, increase my trust, increase my reputation, and get people ultimately to become a coaching client. Well, today's episode is all about that. It's all about the seven ways to get more people onto your next webinar or also known as your online training. So before you consider putting your own webinar together, ask yourself, whose webinars do I never miss? What's the best webinar I've ever attended? Why was it so good? Why did I go out of my way to attend it? Because the chances are that type of webinar did two things for you. It gave you a powerful solution, the one that you've been wanting and missing in your life or your business for a long time, And it provided value way beyond any of the other webinars out there. And it taught you something for free that you would gladly have paid for. Well, this podcast today is all about how we're going to create an extraordinary webinar. Because the online world is flooded by webinars. And we're not going to talk about putting on an average webinar. We're going to take a look at what will make your webinar one of those special priceless in value webinars that your ideal coaching client will genuinely make an effort not to miss and want to share with their peers too. All right, there's seven steps. Let's jump into it. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. So step one is to make sure your topic is actually, in quotations, sexy. Um, The most in-demand webinar topics in your niche will come from areas where your ideal client is actively looking for help, right? So depending on your clientele, this may or may not also be clients who are looking to save money. Before you start saying, oh, I don't want to offer cheap products, well, let's qualify what we mean by saving money, right? This doesn't necessarily mean looking for freebies or looking for the cheapest option. What we actually mean is saving money as in what is cutting into your prospect's profits or costing them money in their life, etc. So for example, in the world of Amazon authors, and there are coaches out there like book coaches that help people write books and and promote their books online, there is um, courses and one such course is by Kristen Joy. Her course is called An Author's Quick Course, How to Design a Book Cover That Sells. So in it, she shows Amazon authors and even those without design skills, how to actually create powerful, professional, high-quality book covers that go on to generate higher conversions on Amazon. It's a whole beast on its own. This course is for people that don't want to resort to creating cheap designs or paying thousands for a custom book cover. So there's added value because Kristen Joy has a proven history as, not just as a book coach, but also as a prolific and powerful Amazon publisher and graphic designer. So she knows exactly what she's talking about. And even if you aren't well-known in your coaching niche, 
If the topic is important enough to your ideal client's bottom line profit or their life or their career, they will be interested in your videos, your blog posts and your webinars or your offline events. So to continue with the Amazon Authors example, Dave Lynch of epubsing.com delivered a video on his YouTube channel which was a replay of his really simple 16-minute webinar on the true cost of Kindle formatting. And in his replay of that webinar, he compared formatting with three popular tools to demonstrate how much of a difference each of those tools can actually make to Amazon delivery costs. And by the way, this is crazy, but if you think ebooks are actually free to deliver, think again because Amazon charges delivery fees on every single Kindle book that you sell. So in fact, you can actually lose money on books that contain images, but we'll cover that another time right the point i'm trying to make here is that learning how the formatting tools you choose can affect the true amount of royalties you receive from each kindle book sale is high value information for kindle authors especially those just learning how to maneuver all of the intricacies of online self-publishing and this type of insider information doesn't just affect a one-time profit for that author it affects the profit on every single book a Kindle author sells. And that's why this type of, in quotations, saving money issue is far more valuable to a serious business entrepreneur, in this case, than merely saving money on a cheap one-time deal for a product or single service. So put serious thought into choosing a bottom-line profit-affecting topic for your business-based or career-based or even life-based clients. Finding a unique angle is very, very important too. Something that no other coach in your area of expertise is actually tackling right now. It's vital if you want to create a high value audience attracting webinar and ones that people really won't want to miss and will happily share with people too. So Dave Lynch's um, Amazon delivery cost example is a perfect example of a webinar topic that not only affects his audience's profits, but also offered a truly unique angle because it's much harder to find information on those sort of issues around delivery costs on Amazon. And Kristen Joy's cover design course, you know, the book, uh, the book covers that I just spoke about, is another perfect example because A, it was a free webinar originally, which shared high value, that how-to information that people would have gladly paid for, and it showed them how to maximize their profits and keep author startup costs low. And actually, she's now gone on to sell that webinar recording as a $97 course or access to that video on her website, thebookninja.com. So now let's talk about bucking the webinar trend, because Here's the simplest trick to create sizzling topics for your webinars, okay? So when I say sizzling, I mean things that people just want to know rather than have to consider it. So don't follow the traditional marketing model of telling people the what and the why without adding the how-to. You know, the theory behind this sort of webinar being that people will will be so eager to get the how-to that they'll pay for it is true and it's a valid tactic but you'll get far better results if you do include the how-to and don't exclude it i'm going to give you an example right what kristen joy did is that she um offered so much value she offered that exactly how to do this webinar so people came to the webinar and they found out exactly how to solve that problem or exactly how to go and action this in their business or in their writing business or how to go and design a book cover and she then turned that recording into a course 
And then she sold that. So she also made money from that as well. So people are still actually paying for that how to. So that way, she's got the best of both worlds and you can do that too, right? So it's a free lead generation and testimonial um, opportunity for you to create a webinar that creates a lot of buzz and it really does work and get people results. And it also gives you that recording afterwards to sell too. So keeping in mind that people attend webinars to learn something, including your coaching prospects, what can you actually teach? What priceless information can you add What how-to can you share and what are you in an ideal position right now in your coaching business to share with your prospects that they will find value and they will be able to action? So let's talk about finding your topic quickly, okay? Because this question comes up a lot. So don't panic, first and foremost, if you still can't think of a topic powerful enough, enough for you right now in your business, okay? So try other tactics such as Analyze questions from your ideal clients, um, questions you've had when you're at workshops or speaking at events, etc. Mastermind groups that you're part of and social media groups on Facebook, on LinkedIn, etc. That really do focus on your area of coaching expertise. Going to them sort of groups and just lurk in the background and find out the sort of questions that your prospects are actually asking. Or, do you know, you've actually got the answers right under your nose. Look through your client notes. See what topics come up for discussion again and again. What were you able to help them solve in this area? How did you actually do it? What questions did you get them to answer for themselves? Even on your on your consulting calls, right? That's probably when people are asking the most questions to you. And finally, don't neglect good old Google. Google.com, google.co.uk, wherever you are in the world, just go to Google and start searching for phrases involving the keywords how-to. Plus one or two other specific words, obviously, that are relevant to your ideal coaching client. So I'm going to give you an example right now of how I research what coaches um, like you guys are actually searching for on Google. So, for example, let's say you're a finance uh, financial coach and you might add the words profit or maximize or how to into the search bar. And Google will then instantly give you a drop down of recent searches on Google. And most of these are not going to be relevant for you, but often you will find an interesting and highly relevant topic or question. And the fact that it appeared as a top suggestion on Google means that there is a demand for this topic. Okay, it's absolutely free to do. Everybody's got access to Google. You could probably do it on your smartphone right now. Okay, just just start typing in how to grow my business or, or how to improve my life and you'll get search suggestions because people are actively searching for those right now as we listen to this podcast on Google. And if you can add more value to the topic, for example, by timing your webinar on tax refunds at the time of year when people are getting ready to do their annual taxes, or you've seen a particular topic discussed recently in your social groups or forums, you're going to increase your chances of actually getting people to attend your webinar by creating webinars based around searches that people are actually making on Google rather than just assuming that you know what it is that they want. So it really does all start with a high value in demand topic. And if you can add perfect timing, that how-to information and a unique angle, you can use your webinar to get more relevant clients than ever before in your coaching business. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. So step two is all about who do you know? Because we always say it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, why would people 
come and watch my webinar, they don't know who I am. Well, if you aren't as well known as you'd like to be yet in your network as a coach, or even if you are well known as an expert in your field, you can double the value of your webinar by interviewing or including a better known industry expert in your webinar's topic. So you have two choices. Seek out an expert who is upfront about charging a fee for interviews and simply pay them to get involved or you can approach someone that you already know that maybe is a little bit further along the road than you are or is a really um, hot expert in a subject that you want to cover on your webinar. So you don't have to be best friends with this type of guest expert right but they should at least know your name right it would help if they actually knew you. So who do you network with or follow on social media that you could approach or whose blog posts on social media um, do you like and comment and share or whose emails do you reply to now and again whose emails do you look forward to receiving and who do you refer your clients to resource wise so maybe it's a a semi-famous author or an online program or course or just someone's website or videos that you send your potential clients and clients to to go and check out Whose courses have you taken in the past? What groups do you belong to right now that's run by a, a, a person of authority? And are you an active affiliate? Do you promote and sell people's products or services? And have you promoted them recently? So finally, do consider asking your own coach or mentor too, right? Because if you're looking up to them, if they inspire you and they motivate you, ask them to get involved in your webinar too. Now, you do have a coach, right? If you haven't, check out episode two as to why that's so important. So no matter who it is that you decide to ask, you can sweeten your invitation by letting that person know clearly what is actually in it for them and if they accept your invitation, what they can expect. So here's some bullet points, right? So do you have a large or at least respectable list of subscribers already? Are you timing your webinar so you could promote their up and coming product, their course, their book or their speaking engagement, etc.? Or do you have a specific and energetic promotion plan to spread the word of your webinar? Where are you promoting it? Do you have a powerful mutual goal that you could both work towards together? So it's a win win for both of you. And is your website and social media presence professional, polished? and focused on the goal that you're trying to achieve for your clients? And will they be able to use and rebrand your webinar recording too? Will they be okay and comfortable with being able to share that webinar recording with their audience? And do you have a valuable bonus, or can you offer um, exclusively to your potential guest's audience something of value? So these things really matter to experts who are going to consider coming on to your webinar as a guest or co-hosting it with you. So make sure you answer them questions first before you start contacting potential guests or co-hosts for your webinar. So write individual invitations tailored to each expert. Be personal, be friendly, treat it as you would a prospect, right? Mention your biggest hook up front. So for example, tell them instantly that you do promote aggressively or that their subscribers will receive access to your recent video course or event coming up. Um, just for signing up to the webinar that they will feature on or co-host with you or whatever other bonus you have to offer, right? Just get creative, think outside the box with it. Be sure to let your expert guests know what is in it for them. So don't ask at the last minute either because you've got to give people a chance, right? So you give them a decent amount of time to actually book out the time in their diary and schedule in your webinar too. And last but not least, 
make sure that not only your audience will love your guests, but that your guest audience will love you as well. Okay, it has to be a win-win. I can't stress that enough. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. So step three is to include a high-value bonus gift. So after you've created seemingly the webinar of their dreams, sweeten the spot with a high-value gift or bonus. It doesn't have to be a Rolex or a car. One that they they basically can only receive and receive for free if they sign up for your webinar. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel with this, guys, right? Look at your own coaching business and see what you already have created that you can repurpose or what think just think about what your prospect would fall over themselves for to get so for example a set of done for you follow up emails so they can close their prospects or do you have a previous course or set of videos from a workshop or live streaming event or or live streaming challenge that uh, see episode 5 like Hugo Hire for example that you could just give them exclusive access to or have you written a book or an ebook that you could give away as a free webinar gift you see so it doesn't have to be majorly expensive but it just has to be something a bit exclusive something that they would genuinely find value from that they're not going to get unless they attend the webinar so start there and if nothing you've already created feels exciting enough or valuable enough use the processes we've already spoken about today to find out what you can add um, that would be amazing value for them so always make sure that your bonus gift is as powerful as your webinar topic itself and then um add a little bit more if that's possible you know I can't stress that enough it's got to be something that they really think wow you know what this this man this woman coach you know is really thinking of me and looking after me and that is just awesome value and then they feel inspired and motivated to go and tell other people about you and your webinar too so here's some ways that you can use your gift to get you more leverage right so don't just tell your potential clients what your gift is but also say how it's actually going to help them the amount of people that i see saying hey download my free checklist but they never actually go on to give any context about how it's actually going to help so people just think well why do i just want a random checklist so state a clear goal not just for your webinar but also for your webinar gift too right choose a gift that is going to absolutely genuinely enhance what you teach in your webinar something that will transform the teaching um, as well as your prospects, life or business, or you know, even if it doesn't transform the life or business at that exact stage, something they're going to be able to take away an action quite easily and immediately, given that instant gratification. And as well, if you've got a co-host or a guest coming on, get your co-host or your guest to contribute to that gift too. Add that extra value into it. So thing is guys just make sure that it's actually a gift that really complements or genuinely enhances your webinar don't make it random so don't do a webinar on um you know how to get into accountancy but then give a free gift away on uh, how to um run accountancy for a massive corporate business uh, gen- that generates 100 million pounds worth of revenue a month because you know people that are just coming into accountancy that's going to overwhelm them really quickly so you want to make sure it's also an entry-level giveaway all right so just use uh, common sense here I think is the message so you should give them something that they would normally expect to pay for from any other coach or any other service right so they think wow I'm actually genuinely getting this for free and finally a really powerful strategy that you could use would be to make sure that the gift is of equal or greater value than the webinar itself. So they go, wow, you know, the webinar is going to give me all this value. I'm really grateful for that. But you know what? That gift that I got as part of attending is 
so worth so much more to me because these gifts can normally be that actionable takeaway from the webinar that's actually going to then make the difference in their life or in their business or their career in the workplace etc or for their health so it's really really important so really give this some thought this is the credibility coach podcast Now, step four is all about creating landing pages that convert. Now, I'm going to say this at the very top of this section because there are tools such as Webinar Jam, EverWebinar, GoToMeeting that actually produce a landing page for you for your webinar. But if you're doing it manually, then this bit is going to be for you. Now, I'm going to mention a few tools in here like lead pages on how to actually generate Um, a done for you landing page where you just fill in the gaps but I really am going to stress that you should be using a delivery tool like webinar jam or ever webinar etc to actually deliver your webinars to market which comes with a landing page but some of them are underwhelming as well so I'm going to just cover in here a little bit about landing pages and just give you some very top level tips about them because Another essential component of highly converting webinars is actually creating a landing page that makes basically people sign up, right? It makes it irresistible for them. They say, I want that in my life. I need to sign up. But before we start talking about design or any other landing page aspect, it's your message itself that has to be crystal clear. It has to focus only on getting people to sign up for your webinar with no other distractions or hoops to jump through. This doesn't require brilliant writing skills and it doesn't require you to concentrate um, on being an expert copywriter and knowing you know psychology and things like that but what it does require you to do is concentrate on five key elements of your copy on your landing page all right so for those of you that are keen writers or those of you who want to have a go at doing it yourself these are the five key elements it's the what the who the why the when and the where So before you write another word of your landing page copy, if you've already started, let's just make sure that you answer those particular questions in your copy. Don't fill it out with waffle and nonsense. I'm going to now give you an example, right? So the what is what your webinar will show prospects how to do or what problem it will solve or how it's going to actually impact them through that value, right? Um, Who is it going to benefit from actually learning this? why they need to actually learn it, when the webinar will take place and how long it's going to be available for and where they can sign up, i.e. click the button below or fill in the form at the bottom of this page. So for example, the top level details on my webinar landing page, if I was going to make this a webinar, might say this. So the what is a free training on how to get more prospects into your next webinar. Who is it for? Well, it's for coaches who want to attract the right coaching prospects. And who is giving it? It's David Sargent, the credibility coach. And when is it? It's Friday the 16th of June at 2 p.m. So you get the message. Go through each of the questions and make sure you give an answer. And that forms the foundation of your webinar landing page copy. Because some landing pages are extremely simple, consisting only of a little bit of material above the page fold. So that's the top of your screen before scrolling down on the page. And others actually require you to scroll down and learn more after they've hooked you in with what the what, who, and the when is. And it basically, the, the technical term for that is longer form content. So further down the page, when you start scrolling down, this is where you can give the why and elaborate on the most important issues of the webinar, what the prospect will learn in that particular webinar and why it's so important. And if you're not used to creating landing pages, 
you can actually save yourself loads of time, as I mentioned before, uh, and money, by the way, and headaches. <laughs> I've had plenty of them while doing this sort of stuff. By just using some really powerful done-for-you templates that exist out there. And a great tool is leadpages.net. So just go to leadpages.net um, and you'll be able to check them out right now. I'm not an affiliate of them, um, but they are a fantastic tool that have been around for many, many years and millions of people use them. So with lead pages, you literally just write over the example details that they've given you. So you choose a nice template. You think that looks really nice. That suits my business and my brand. And then all the content's filled out for you. You just literally replace it with your own who, what, why, when, and where details. It's really, really simple. I'm going to be honest, right? No matter how you create your landing pages, you've just got to make sure that what they're going to learn is your most prominent hook on the page. So for example, seven ways to get more prospects on your next webinar. Okay, that is a perfectly viable hook for a landing page. Now, I don't really need to have long form copy about that subject. It's very, very clear what you're going to get from that. Now, I could go one level deeper and I could go seven ways to get more coaching prospects on your next webinar. And now I've filtered out all of other business types or entrepreneurs that come to that page that find it via social media. It's just specifically for coaches. But we do need to up the stakes a bit, okay? We need to give your landing page even more impact by including things like really short videos or just one short video. They preferably need to be less than a minute, and if you can, make them less than 30 seconds too. So you need to have a really short, friendly video that tells them why they need your webinar in their life. And Lead Pages has got loads of video templates too. I promise you, I'm not an affiliate for them. I promise, promise. And um, there are so many different tools available too, like Instapage, for example, and Thrive Themes. But just check out Lead Pages as a starter. So using video really helps people to connect with you on a more personal level and it instantly builds that trust and connection. They see your facial expressions, the tone of your voice, they see your warmth and directness. And by the time that that short video has actually ended, you're no longer just a name to them. You're no longer just, you know, David Sargent hosting this. I'm, you know, I'm a real person. So they can put a face and a personality to you and they can make a decision if they want to come and attend your webinar and spend some time with you, time out of their busy day or their evening with a family, etc. And you can treat your video as basically a validation video, isn't it, really? It simply demonstrates your authenticity and reinforces your why and who it's for, etc. But above all, make sure that you actually inject liveliness and energy into your video. And I don't fake it, but it should be fun for people to watch. And even if it contains simple facts, you know, just keep it basic, keep it real. You don't want to be like those um, cliched local TV commercials that you see probably in hotel room TVs or where some business owner in a suit stands in front of a camera and delivers uh, a really cheesy but flat deadpan voice about buying a car or something. You don't want to sound salesy in any way. You don't want to be over the top. Just be yourself. Just imagine you're talking directly to a specific favorite client of yours when you look into the camera one person and just talk to them just talk one-to-one just be genuine and before you use the whole oh i don't have a camera excuse and put the barriers up just pull out your smartphone order a cheap tripod or something on amazon or just rest it on the bookshelf and just record some nice videos if you want a tip do it by a window um with the window be, uh, behind the camera so you know you're facing the window basically and then you've got natural light on you and it looks really really nice it's it's real genuine and authentic and people aren't seeing this overproduced 
photoshopped, edited video. They're just seeing you in all of your glory. So consider making um, a confirmation page too and just make it interactive. So these are also known as a thank you page. So when people register, um, they go to this thank you page. And on there, that's where you can follow up with like a reward. So click here to get the replay recording or thank you for registering. Now download my uh, my seven steps to getting people on your next webinar checklist or workbook. All right, so you get the idea. But the, the idea is to make it all authentic, make it real, give people a hook, give people a genuine reason why to sign up. And again, build that trust with you. It's all about building that trust. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. Step five is creating a strong promotion and actually following up. So use a checklist and create an integrated plan for promotion and follow up right from the start so that your promotional efforts feel professional and cohesive. And ultimately, this is reflecting on you as a coach, as a business owner, uh, etc. So many people concentrate on the promotion by sending out social media posts, blogging about the topic, preparing people, and actually informing them about and educating them on their need for the webinar, especially if the webinar topic is one that the desired audience doesn't actually know they need to be aware of. Okay, so that goes back to the whole people don't know what they don't know. In your promotional emails and landing pages, you need to tell people what to do at least twice. Okay, tell people what they need to do at least twice. So for example, sign up here in the middle of your email and then at the end, sign up now. Or in your PS comment, so, you know, kind regards, David, PS, then you need to look for opportunities to offer your webinar sign-up link as a natural solution everywhere that you are contacting others before the actual webinar event. So your follow-up should begin the instant your ideal client signs up to the webinar, and then you create strong follow-ups right from the confirmation email and that confirmation page that they land on. So I'm going to share with you a quick example of a confirmation email. So the the components are is that it tells the registrant what to expect. So a reminder email on the day of the webinar plus instructions and a reminder the day before. What else the registrant can then do. So set an alarm or reminder on their diary in their phone. And it tells the registrant about that bonus we spoke about and how to actually download it and access it. Now, tools like webinar jam and ever webinar actually allow you to include these email campaigns in their software so it can then deliver it all for you you still have to configure it and set it up but it's actually pretty intuitive to do and also it will integrate with the autoresponder as well so something like active campaign um, mailchimp etc it allows you to integrate with them email tools too and another invaluable step that most experienced webinar hosts know to include is suggesting registrants actually add the webinar they've they've just registered to their calendars and again tools like leadpages.net or with tools like webinar jam and ever webinars i just mentioned they actually does it all for you it's all integrated so i really encourage you to use them if you go to credibilitycoach.com forward slash zero zero six i've actually linked out to all of these different tools you can just click on them it takes you to their landing pages and you can check them out for yourselves but they're the ones that i use they're the ones that i advise my clients to use so therefore i'm advising you to use them too all right so um but don't just confirm in your thank you pages and emails you need to reaffirm um to your attendees 
why they decided to actually attend your webinar, to remind them why they need your webinar in their life and tell them what they have, um, what they what they can expect, sorry, and why they've made the right choice to attend. Okay, everyone likes the reassurance. You don't want people to think, oh, I shouldn't have signed up for that. You want to keep that message going and you need to also plan um, and release a strategically timed social media strategy too. Now, don't get all overwhelmed by social media strategy. What I mean is just have a plan because <laughs> most people just do not have a plan, especially coaches. Coaches drive me nuts. They they want to run events. They want to build a brand, sell a book, fill a webinar, but they don't have a plan. Okay, and I can, I can help you with a plan if you actually just contact me. Go to credibilitycoach.com or david at credibilitycoach.com. Dot com, get in touch with me and um, I can have a chat with you on a free consultation about how I can help you with that sort of thing. But we digress. So what we need to do on social media is boost those posts on Facebook and LinkedIn to maximize the chances that these reminder posts are going to be seen. And don't just remind, but include the link back to your landing page too. So make sure that your social media posts are noticeable, they're standing out. It's a crowded marketplace, guys. You need to use relevant photos, emojis. I've been using them recently in my podcast promotions, and they've been working fantastic, especially for mobile users. And you need to include extremely short videos or audio posts too. So don't just include predictable graphics, such as the blog post screenshot provided with your link that automatically gets generated, or that formal shot of your landing page. Make it a bright, bold image and relevant uh, to your prospects and and really reiterate your key hook or your your points that are covered in the webinar through the image. So include a photograph that conveys the emotion. If your webinar actually deals with high-stakes emotions, then, in, then try and visualize that in the image or the video that comes with this promotional post. Now, we spoke about it with Hugo in episode 5, but you could actually use Canva.com to easily create impactful graphics for free. So there's no excuses, guys, okay? There's no excuses. So I'll give you an example. You could be running a webinar and generating goal setting for people, but ask yourself, hmm, what emotion is my prospect actually going to be feeling about setting their goals? Well, the way we get to that, it depends on the type of goal they want to set. So... Think about the outcome that they actually desire and then show them the end result of the outcome in the visuals for your webinar marketing. So let's use a woman, for example. Is she a successful middle manager in the corporate world who really just wants to cement her place in the senior management team and get the respect that she likes, but she needs to get there first? So choose a graphic that best represents someone on being successful in the workplace. And you better damn make sure that's a woman in that graphic as well. Because if you're just talking to uh, female middle managers, you need to actually be able to, to attract them in by them seeing themselves in that visual. So litter your informational posts with visuals that catch the attention and stand out in the marketplace with the relevant people. Ones that say or show something relevant to your ideal prospect um, and something maybe they wouldn't expect to see on a daily basis, something that's different, something that taps into their needs or their emotions or their challenges. And make sure, guys, that you're timing these social media posts so that each one actually reinforces not only your posts on other platforms, but your email messaging too. Someone who skipped your email is far more likely to access your next one if they've been reminded of your topic in a more relaxed Um, surroundings such as Facebook or a more focused one on LinkedIn. And remember, they might not have clicked through on an email. 
through no fault of yours or their own. They might have just, it might have just been that they, your email caught them at a very bad time of the day for them when, when that person was inundated with a 100 other emails, the boss called or was in the middle of racing to meet a deadline or meet a client or the kids started drawing on the walls with marker pens. That's a true story, one for another time. So just sending emails or posting social media posts with no strategy in mind it's like an author sending out a novel that they've worked on for two years and just saying, oh, okay, when they get their first rejection. So newbies to this might, newbies like might just give up, uh, you know, like a, like a writer might just put a manuscript away in a drawer and never look at it again or shred it. But seasoned experienced writers, for example, they know that there's going to be a million and one reasons why the editor said no and rejected them. And, all of these reasons will have nothing to do with the quality or even the suitability of the book that they've written. And we all know the story about J.K. Rowling, right, that got rejected hundreds of times before Harry Potter went on to become a, a global hit and made her a billionaireess. So, you know, don't give up with these sort of things. And here's the thing. If you've got a co-host or a guest on your webinar too, you need to pay as much attention to promoting their involvement as you do the importance of your actual webinar, so start right from the landing page and include your guest or your co-host or showcase your guest in every post or email. Put it in the subject line. Be creative. Think outside the box. Think about how you are going to get this value across in a strategic, controlled way to your ideal target market. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. So I've mentioned emails and now step six is all about your email marketing strategy. People don't have an email marketing strategy, genuinely, so I'm going to tell you all about it right now. In follow-up emails, don't just remind your coaching prospects about the webinar. Include specific reminders, a different one per email. So you can cover things like the amazing bonus gift that they'll be able to receive at the webinar or download it right now even, or why they need your webinar in their life, the timing, the exclusivity, etc. Also, your webinar being available only for a specific limited time driving that scarcity, right? How much time is left in which to register your actual for your actual webinar? How many seats are still available and how many have already been actually taken? And something particularly insightful um, is to share like one specific tactic or insider tip that they'll learn during the webinar, something really exclusive that people wouldn't normally know. And always include the why in each email that you send to people. Above all, remind them of why your webinar is actually going to be so important to them, not to you, <laughs> to them, to your prospect. Remember, they're investing their time and their trust in you, and then you want to ultimately make them invest their money into you too as a coach. This is very, very important to build that trust, to give that value, pay it forward. Marshall Goldsmith always says, Pay it forward. Pay the value forward, you know. Give it away. And that grew my businesses too, by the way. So make sure you're giving that value. Don't create your emails on the fly either. Plan your strategy. Use a checklist right from when you first begin planning your webinar. And guess what? There is going to be a free checklist with this episode to download too. Go to credibilitycoach.com forward slash 006. So think about your webinar's timing, its value, and the audience that it's going to. What can you say about its value? 
when are there natural and well-timed opportunities to actually talk about it? How and where can you spread the news about it? What will be important enough to your ideal registrant for this webinar to make them actually open up your emails? That ties directly into your email subject lines. Keep subject lines clear and to the point. Decide with each email if your best subject line strategy should be to tell your subscriber what it's about. So for example, subject line, free webinar promotion checklist just for David, or catch your registrant's attention by speaking to their needs, their curiosity, or tapping into that emotion such as anxiety, for example. So here's an example of how you might use a headline for that context. How do you get prospects to attend your webinar event without wasting all of your money on promotion. Okay, you see what I did there. So you can also make a promise. So for example, how to how to get people to attend your webinar, the answer is inside this email, right? But you'd better down make sure that you actually keep that promise and deliver it because there ain't nothing worse and no quicker way to destroy your credibility than not delivering on your promises. So experiment, guys, right? Experiment with giving the answer directly within the email and with sending your subscriber to a linked page or or article on LinkedIn, for example, that has the answer too. Just experiment what gets the best reaction and track your emails through your autoresponder. So I use a premium tool called ActiveCampaign. I think it runs me $17 a month and it allows me to see what approach works better for each of the people that are on my email list. Strong email marketing campaigns for webinars include many, many, many um, of the following types of emails. I'm going to just quickly read a list through to you, right? I'm going to quick fire them off. The types of emails to, to be um, included in your marketing campaigns are email confirmations, requests to share the news. So please share this. Here's the link to share it, along with a reason to do so, obviously. Pre-webinar surveys. More news or tips on the webinar topic, along with a reminder to the webinar and a link to it. Regular reminders about the webinar. Countdown emails. You know, we're starting in 24 hours. We're starting in an hour. Don't forget. Or follow-up emails that remind them of and keep them wanting um, your webinar topic on tap. They, you know, they want this information. It's going to make an impact. And why is it going to make an impact? And then that checklist or notebook bonuses or then free downloads that we spoke about. You know, where can they get it? They probably want it because we've made it valuable. So let them know where they can get it from or when it's going to be available, i.e. at the end of the webinar. That's another good tactic. So don't neglect your email subscribers. Just because they've transacted with you with their name and email address and they're coming to the webinar, it doesn't mean that you've now got permission to ignore them. As a matter of fact, they are prospects. They could be paying you this time next week or this time next month to be their coach. So remember that it's much easier to sell to people that you've already emotionally or financially had invest in you because they trust you guys, right? They trust you. Okay, so that brings us on to step seven is network your webinar. It's the last but not least point here. It's really important. So to make sure that your networking is exciting as well as effective, frequently ask yourself when creating content, ads or emails, etc., around your webinar, where else can I share this? Who else wants to know about this? Then ask yourself, should I send this as it is or should I have to reword this message differently for other platforms, other scenarios, other events, etc.? So if you're doing things like condensing a longer Facebook post, for example, down so you can use it on Twitter, this will be dictated by the number of characters allowed for you in that message right on Twitter. So 
Remember that you can always include extra information by putting your extra text into a relevant eye-catching image and attracting it, uh, attracting it and attaching it to the post. Now, blog posts can obviously be created and they can be made more exciting, not only by the use of professional quality relevant images, but also by making them more interactive too. So include small polls, embed a video for those that are visual learners or embed a podcast episode for those who are audio learners. Ask a question or promise a prize or a shout out on your social media channel for the right answer. Get creative with it, guys. All right. Don't just expect to build it and they will come. And stick to a single powerful point per piece of content that you create. Don't ramble, don't waffle, and don't digress, okay? So don't push your webinar in every single post that you create. Make sure that you focus on your guest or co-host in at least one or two of the posts, if you have one, and then focus on your prospect's most burning aspects or desires or the main reason why they're going to be attending, that that hook, that uh, that webinar topic. And finish with a clear call to action, i.e. signposting somebody to do something, to take an action. It's not necessarily sign up for the webinar, believe it or not. It could be something around like share this post with your fellow entrepreneurs or share it in the group or leave a comment or tell others about this webinar or take the poll and see the results of what other people think too. And do your best to take your calls to action above and beyond the somewhat generic suggestions that I've actually just covered. So, for example, you could tell members of your trainee accountants group about the how to pass the bookkeeping certification webinar. And that could be like on a vibrant graphic or something like that. But there's one more strategy that you do need to absolutely maximize, and that is blogging about your webinar after it's actually over, after the event. So share um, a recorded link of the event, allow people to download the slides if they wish to, and keep the momentum going. Get the people that were on it to share it, give yourself social proof, and allow people to even attend it and listen to it and engage with it for, you know, a a short period of time after you've done it, because there might have been people, again, that genuinely missed it for real reasons. A great example is Darren Rouse of ProBlogger, ProBlogger.com. He puts up all of... um, his tips and principles that were covered in the webinar in a blog post afterwards. So he includes things like an interactive element in his, he embeds the audio recording of it in the blog post. He then shares the webinar hashtag that he used during promotion and he includes eye-catching call to actions, for example, in capital letters. Do you want more webinars like this? Because if you do want more webinars like this, then please share it with other people and and then come over and sign up at the webinar registration page for the next event you see so you're you're still continuing that momentum and if and he fits all of that into one blog post by the way or one linkedin article preferably both so social media posts need to be built on your existing relationships so make sure you're interacting regularly with friends with your peers your network you know fellow experts other networks that you follow and members of your own groups and groups that you're members on too on Facebook and LinkedIn, etc. And of course, in your offline networking events, some people even get um, business cards made with a link on it that actually says, hey, look, check out my webinar here at this link. So if you're already a visible part of those conversations online and offline, your webinar posts will stand a much higher chance of being clicked on and shared and engaged. And Here's the thing, and a lot of people have problems with this, but make engaging and interacting on social media, not just browsing, I mean actually engaging in the conversation, 
an important daily part of your branding strategy, your marketing strategy, and you'll be well positioned for sharing news about events, programs and products. Even 10 minutes a day can be enough, guys, just to build this sort of presence for you, providing you make it a consistent daily habit. Even if you've got nothing to promote right now, webinar-wise, get out there, start engaging and start building up that trust and that reputation in the marketplace. And remember, co-hosts and guests are an important part of your networking too, so create material for them to use. You could try creating infographics, adverts, guest posts that they can use on their website or their blog or their social media and create some you know, cool buttons that they can use that click through to your content, special posts just for their subscribers and fans on their email list, and also them gifts for their subscribers and fans too. And of course, just get the conversation on your webinar topic going between both of you. So there's some really top-level strategies for you to really promote your webinar and get more webinar attendees, more relevant prospects for your coaching business on your webinars i've included it all but if you want to talk in more detail all you've got to do is contact me i've got programs i've got coaching programs as well that will really help you will coach you and mentor you through these sort of things it's called the kickstarter program just head over to credibilitycoach.com forward slash kickstarter but also check out today's show notes because i've got loads of resources on there including a free checklist for you too credibilitycoach.com and don't forget to come and check out us on facebook too i'm out of breath because i've had to fit a lot into this episode so i'm sure you can appreciate i need to take a glass of water so i'm going to wish you a fantastic week a fantastic day whatever you're doing right now where wherever you are um, wherever your coaching business is i need to go and have a lay down okay guys take care i'll speak to you soon bye for now